everyone, and welcome to Fika for Life. Oh, it's so hot! <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's because today's episode is on sex part two. Uh, my name is Edward Thomas, and my co-host is Lin Nguyen. Don't Google me. <laughs> wow, man, she just did that Vietnamese all up in my face, just like. I'm going to teach you something that you don't know. I don't know what she said. She probably just said I said, like, don't Google me. <laughs> I thought you were speaking English. <laughs> I thought you were speaking Vietnamese. <laughs> I was speaking too fast. You don't even know your own mother tongue. No, I know. I don't. I'm just really embarrassed. So last so week miserable. we were talking about um, sex. Sex, baby. Let's talk about you, you and me. me. Okay, okay. You got you know that song. <laughs> um, we talked about sex in general and talking about talking about sex. Yes. Talking to our parents or our kids. Where do we have our sexual education from? And today we want to dive into the beauty culture and maybe sexuality or sex in a Christian context because yeah. we Christians are sexually are, frustrated. Yeah, the stereotype of a Christian is they don't have fun, they have sex outside of marriage, They're, they don't know anything about sex. Is yep. that true, Ed? Yes, it is. Not for me, but... <laughs> <laughs> Not for me either. I was a devil before I got married. No, um, I can see that. <laughs> no, thank you very much. Well, no, but I think that um, that there's a, a problem. Here we are. We, we say that we believe that, that marriage... I mean, that marriage, that sex is a gift from God mm-hmm. and should be enjoyed in marriage. And we say, oh, it's a beautiful thing. It's a wonderful thing. It's an amazing thing. Just don't do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's also nasty. <laughs> you know, like, what? That doesn't make any sense. And so it makes it really difficult because sex is one of those taboo things that people in church don't like to talk about sex. And I think sexual sin is almost like the worst you can do. Oh, That's is. why people always like put really high uh, on the on the sin list. Yeah, you can be lying. You can be I don't know. That's because in all the lists, do other things. Sexual sin is always on. It's on every list. Well, I think it all. The Bible also says sexual sin is the worst because you do it to yourself. Well, obviously, if you're doing sex to yourself, it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> There's all these people out there. So I mean, why do it to yourself? But you know, okay. Different strokes for different folks. So. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> okay, uh, be serious though. Okay, so purity culture is this whole idea of people who are waiting until they get married to have sex. Is yeah? Is that also something about outside of Christian Christianity? I don't know actually. I mean, outside I outside of religious you. people, mm-hmm. I think that um, Muslims as well. Yeah. Like even in Orthodox Judaism, so there, I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's, there's certain um, religious reasons for not having sex outside of marriage, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know of any movement like that for people who are outside of a religious community. Well, I know that in the Vietnamese culture, or I think in general in the Asian culture, maybe. Yeah. More patriarchic cultures. I of think where the men rule. <laughs> I think my mom always told me that um, you don't want to be damaged goods. I know some people are going wow. to be like, "Ooh, Ooh. they're going to be into that." <laughs> I don't know what kind of podcast this is, but <laughs> but my mom said that. I mean, she grew up in in the yeah she was born in the sixties, so she grew up in the seventies in Vietnam, war struck and and. Wow. Um, and I think um, it was really important then, uh, yeah, to to be a virgin or to have a 
or I think the bad thing is when people put a woman's value on their virginity. Yeah. So if you are a virgin, you have value, but if you're not, you are, yeah. I don't know, it's damaged the, goods. It's a cow scale. So if you're <laughs> a virgin, because if you're a virgin, you're worth 10 cows. If you're not, you might get a half a cow. Really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, maybe just a goat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a but dog. I think, I think that's, a, that's a problem, though. I, I, don't, I don't know if my mom, I don't think my mom reflected on, upon that, but no. it um, gave me a good sense of moral, like mm-hmm. that this is not something to. Um, risk with yeah. like be risky about because once you once once you uh, have lost it there's no way of getting it back well yeah I mean I, I think we talked about that before a long time ago we talked about losing uh, like if a person loses their virginity mm-hmm. you know you can only give it away one time you yeah know? <laughs> there's no refund <laughs> there's no, there's not even like if there's some people who sue back their thingy inside yeah. but not ev- not guys don't sew it back or just girls <laughs> i mean there's not there's nothing biologic in it because some people don't even have it some people lose it when they're doing some sports uh, it's just dumb well i don't know i think that we could just trust each other that when people say they're if I say I'm a virgin you're a virgin <laughs> even if you <laughs> even you're not bleeding the first even night. if you're taking all of these whips and like well i just happen to have these <laughs> handcuffs to the some bed, people uh, say oh you cannot use tampons because then you're not a virgin i'm like oh please what <laughs> really yeah yeah i'm like oh wow, wow. okay see that's, <laughs> no, that's something i didn't know and that's See, that's going to just start me off on a rampage. On what rampage? Well, the I mean, purity rampage? How can you be so, I mean, a tampon. You're not having sex with yourself if you're trying to stop your menstruation by putting <laughs> a tampon up in you. Ah, you lost your virginity. You stuck a tampon in there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So if you wipe your butt with toilet paper? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not the same. I think the peop- like people just putting stuff in there is like an issue for them. But I think that's also coming... <laughs> For maybe people who did not experience sex ed. Mm. Well. Because then they have no idea about, they just know that's the holy area. You don't put anything into the holy area. <laughs> soap and water, I hope. But uh, anyway. No, you're not supposed to use soap either. Really? Why because not? it dries it out, it destroys the pH. It's supposed to be a bit acidic and Is soap. That is that why it burns? Alka- yeah, <laughs> alkaline. So you don't want to put it there. You just wash it, it with neutral. warm water. And then uh-huh. all the bacteria go, Wew! and then all the fungi are like, yeah. And then they make it super guy, itchy. Use some soap down there, okay? I'm just telling you. Because that just water stuff doesn't work. You <laughs> smell, oh my gosh, you'd be all cheesy. Oh, uh, I don't yeah. want to. Like, you get like the smegma down there. It's like all disgusting if you don't uh, clean yourself. Like, oh, it's disgusting. It sm- oh, it smells like. <laughs> okay, I don't want to know. <laughs> Okay, but anyway, we're supposed to be talking about purity culture. <laughs> You're so pure when do, but pur- puritans they they wash themselves there, don't they? They have to what? Well, the puritans. I, well, we don't know what they did. <laughs> They're probably smelly. They didn't have any deodorant. So, um, but there's uh, so there's a whole idea of maintaining your virginity um, at all costs. At all costs, and, and and there's a there's a negative side to that. The negative side is when you start to put. Like you were talking about putting value on on uh, a woman's virginity, mm-hmm. but you can even idol- idolize virginity. Yeah. And so you figure like, I'm a virgin. They're not virgins. I'm better than they are. Woo. 
So, and that's, I mean, when I was growing up and I wanted to maintain my virginity until I got married and, um, and I did feel superior to the other guys at my church who everyone idolized because they were all tall and they were basketball players and they would do this and that and all the girls loved them. <laughs> and people were like, you know, well, and you know, you're a little weird. Why can't you be like the other guys? In my mind, I was like, but why would I want to be? I don't want to be like a bunch of fornicators. We're going to burn in hell. Fornicators. Because <laughs> that's how I thought. I'm like, they're going to burn in hell. Not me. <laughs> but they because are. you are because virgin, I'm a virgin. They're so not. I'm better than they are. God oh. loves me. I'm a virgin. And so that's, and that becomes some of the negative things where you, you feel like just because you've been able to maintain a certain level of whatever standard (laughs) that somehow it makes you better than other people and that's not true i wonder like i remember i had a girl she was a christian one of my friends in school Mm. and she was saying like oh i want to wait until i'm married until i have sex and then she got pregnant outside of marriage wow before and i just felt like i guess she waited strange (laughs) (laughs) but then but i felt like that's strange because you make this proclamation and then you don't live up to it i think that's worse as a christian i think to to the outside because that was before I was a Christian and oh. I understood the whole thing. For me, it was just w- weird because first you make this proclamation and you will wait yeah. and now you're even pregnant. I don't even yeah. sex out of you're pregnant. Egg <laughs> on your face. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's what being a hypocrite is. That's why it's not fun because you if you can't maintain it, then what happens then it is it's just so painful, you know. But but I think that. Um, I think that's hard. I mean, I, I mean, if you're going to be honest, you know, how many of us would actually could actually say no to every form of sexual temptation? I don't think it's possible if you live in kind of normal life in this world, because in all the movies, all the series, there's always some kind of sexual image. Oh yeah, and even in newspapers, magazines, Everywhere. even like billboards, there's always this attractive guy or woman being half naked somewhere. Oh, really? And I think if you're, especially if you're really shielded at home and in your community, I think it must be a real big shock to see a lot of this everywhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I I think that because when you're living that kind of sheltered kind of life, uh, you want to maintain purity. You don't want to do things that are going to put you in a situation where you might not be able to do that. And so what happens is that as you get further and further away from that socialization of purity, where you have everyone around you adhering to the same standard, and you get more out into the world and you meet people who are not... In the same circle. (laughs) Well, they don't have the same standard. Yeah. And so what happens is all of a sudden, I mean, as a guy, so you have these guys and girls that are coming on to you, and, and that's never happened before. And you maybe don't know what and you don't. What you don't know how means. to handle it. Yeah, you're not really sure how to interpret the signals because you don't have a reference point for it. You don't know where there's there's a line that people are trying to cross and you're trying to maintain. You don't see that clearly, um, so you're not really prepared for the. And it's the whole thing is like if you're going to maintain levels of of chastity and purity, then there has to be some kind of openness to talk about. You know how do you equip people to deal with that because it's it's a responsibility, and how do you deal with that? It's really hard because it's like uh, you want to tell them about it, but you don't want to spoil it for them. Yeah, exactly. But you have to put everything in its in its context. That's the whole thing. If you make sin, so if 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 the problem is 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 sex, 
then when what happens is you demonize sex. Yeah. But the problem isn't sex. The no. problem is sin. The problem is that there's a way for me to live out my sexuality that's good. There's a way that's not good. There's a way for me to explore myself, who I am, what I like and dislike. But then there's certain limitations to that. And But it doesn't mean that I can never get to know myself. So tell me, Ed, yes. how, what are you talking about exactly? Well, baby. Are you talking about in within marriage or as a single? Let's talk about whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think that, um, I mean, obviously in marriage, you decide to get married to someone and hopefully the two people who have <laughs> jointly decided they want to give themselves to each other. So there's a, in 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 marriage, I think there's a level of sexual exploration that's, and it, and I and I believe it should be that way. That's just fantastic, open, wild, crazy. You know, you learn new stuff every week. You know, and then in some of those things, you could learn before you get married, but not all of those things. Otherwise, marriage has no no speciality. Um, <laughs> if I could do everything before I get married, why 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 get What's married? What's the point of getting exactly? married? Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I could just be on my own. Um, <laughs> but um, but then I think that. What are you, what, but what do you mean? Are you talking about uh, masturbation? Are you talking about touching yourself? Or, or what, what are you talking about? Well, for our uh, single listeners. For our single listeners. <laughs> say now. Well, Where's we, the border? When you get in the shower. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, the first thing is just to be comfortable with you. Just be naked. Yeah. That's, like to be able to stand in the mirror. Look at yourself. And look at yourself. And not be, and not be critical. Disgusted. <laughs> not compare yourself with anyone else, but just be comfortable with who you are. I think you should stand in front of the mirror and just wiggle. If you're a guy who wiggles, wiggle. I was gonna say, I was gonna say <laughs> if you're a girl, wiggle with your saying, breasts. I don't I'm know. I'm saying not all girls can wiggle. Some <laughs> of them are a little. You can wiggle with your butt. <laughs> okay, whatever. Wiggle what you got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> wow, I don't know. I don't know about the whole wiggle theory thing. <laughs> I think, but it gives you like it. It gives you the opportunity f to feel comfortable in your body, like to see how everything moves, like everything I guess. in different perspectives. I mean, you will wow. not always have the chocolate side all the time. So, yeah, maybe not. Well, I don't know. You have chocolate all over <laughs> your place. So. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know. I've never seen any other color but chocolate. But, you know, well, like, if you say so, Lynn, I'll, I'll believe you. I'm going to stand in the mirror tonight and look for the non chocolate parts. Just ah. wiggle. <laughs> but it's only the chocolate that's wiggling. I don't want to see the other stuff. Uh, but I think that. You know, okay. People, so uh, it's about looking at yourself. And okay. So it's about looking at yourself. It's about, I mean, obviously, there's. So my problem probably is that, that because I believe that sex is something that's between two people. And so the exploration of sex is between two people. But you can figure out, like, so if I'm a tactile person, if I like to be touched, uh. I'll like to be touched. I'll, you, you, gotta, you, you don't have to be in the shower to figure that out. <laughs> just, just, how if do you, you like hugging. How do you feel like... when people hug you? Yeah. How do you feel when people sit really next to you? Like sit next so to you really close. and their shoulder touches your shoulder. Does that gross Ooh. you out? Or oh, does that make so you nice. feel like, exactly. That's like a connection. Yeah. That's flirting. That's not it, flirting. It is flirting if if there's a guy sitting next to a girl really close like that. That's, that's flirting. not flirty. That's flirty. That's not flirty. That's flirty. Because if you're not when you sit friends next, when you sit next, next to your son like that, it's not flirting. Oh. Next to what? When you sit next next to your son. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about two single yeah, people. Uh, because I used to use that 
for flirting. Oh, well, huh. that's your flirt no signal. Thing. That's not a, that's not universal. Don't listen to Lynn. Yes, she's, it is. She's gonna, I have a certificate from the Lynn School of Flirting, <laughs> and I know I will graduate. <laughs> I paid my hundred crowns. <laughs> anyway, yes, tactile person. So you know. If so yeah, because you want to because people who like to be touched, it's mm-hmm. good to know that because that way you, you can communicate that. And if you don't like to be touched, you have to. Switch have sex without being touched. <laughs> Some people don't like to be touched. But then how do you have sex? Yeah, they probably should stay single. But I, and it sounds really horrible, but I mean, part of being in a physical relationship is being physical. And <laughs> if you with someone who doesn't want to be physical, why would you want to have a... But actually, my husband, he's like a switch. There's only one or other extreme. There's nothing in between. There's a lot of people like that. Every day, like everyday life, uh. he doesn't like to be touched. Except, oh, except for the other thing. <laughs> I don't, there's like he's a, it's only a switch, and I'm like, oh, that's sad. So if he comes up and gives me a hug, I better watch out. <laughs> that's rarely happening, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, he has, he, he, I try to get him to hug me. He won't hug me. I don't know what's wrong with your husband. <laughs> well, there's only two switches. There's only one switch that can flip. So I guess I guess that's why he does it. He's like, nope, don't not turn that switch on today. <laughs> Like, come touch me. <laughs> nope. Sorry. Okay, so you know you're a tactile person or not. Okay. And then you have to know, like, so, oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> 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 Trying to, try to keep it clean for all the kiddies that are listening. How um, many kids are listening? I don't know. There's no kids listening, no. but I just like to say that to get out of uncomfortable situations. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. No, but I think that one of the um, one of the biggest things, I mean, so when you're washing yourself, mm-hmm. touch yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't, and I don't mean to because you're trying to stimulate yourself. But just how but it you, feels like? Just touch yourself. You mean just to see yeah, how it feels like? Like, you know, take the soap and just rub it all over your body. And, you know. Well, usually you wash yourself like that, don't no, you? No, I use a towel <laughs> with soap in it and a brush. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> okay, sure yeah, touch yourself, okay? Exfoliate, Touch defoliate. yourself in the holy place also. Uh, yes. <laughs> Clean yourself really well. That's a good way to do that. But that's a good way of exploring yourself in a non-arousal kind of way. It because can get... I don't know how temp- you... It can, okay. it, it can be tempting though. Yeah, it could people. be. Yeah, it could be mm-hmm. tempting. Yeah. And, and I believe that as a single person, I want to learn how to experience control. Mm-hmm. Because there are days you're going to be tempted. There's times you can't just do whatever you feel like doing. Mm. And so you want to practice being... Self-control. Yeah, you want to practice that sort of self-control. And then you want to be able to know... So there's clear boundaries for you. When do I let go? When do I control? When do I let go? When do I control? Um, And I think it's really, really important. Um, But most of the things I would say actually really to do with how I feel that in marriage, Mm -hmm. I feel the majority of the touching... And the biting and the licking or whatever you do. The biting? <laughs> what are you biting? Okay. Bites. I don't want to talk to you. Bites off the other neck and they go on the ear, you know? Ew. Behind the neck and then, ooh, see what happens. I've only seen that in movies. And really? Yeah. I you haven't, like you never experienced that in life yet? No, I don't want to. You never know? No. You won't know until you try it. Mm-mm. I'm going to call your husband tonight and say, <laughs> When the man like, no. comes home, give her a big bite. <laughs> no, I don't like it. I don't he's like gonna, him. You come in the house, he's got... I don't like our face to be that close either. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you just put a picture in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Further so, 
No, I'm just thinking about what we talked about in the last episode. I'm just thinking like, aha, maybe they missed it too. <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> okay. Yes. So wait, uh, you talked about with marriage. Yeah, because I think that there, I mean, what happens is you can't be afraid to touch each other. Have you met people who are afraid? Oh my gosh. Really? Yes. But what? But I feel I, like don't take that like, should people shouldn't people be tempted when they're dating to no. know that they're sexually attracted? If you're if you're if you're in, if you're really into the purity culture, mm-hmm. you just you learn how to practice. You know, keep your keeping a distance. You don't do anything. I see in some documentaries they always do side hugs. Okay, yeah, well, I, I, uh, okay, that's a little too far for me. <laughs> okay, anyway, if mm-hmm. you hug me, I want front to front. <laughs> Oh, this cake is really nice. Really? Thank mm. you. Super There's some lemony. strawberries too. I washed them and cut them in half. Wow. In case you want a strawberry with a lemon cake, you know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's Africa. Um, but. Um, Marriage? <laughs> no, no. I was just trying to think that um, if. So peop- there are people who. There's people who don't want. But I have more people. I've met more people who are like more tempted. Like, really? Yeah, they need chaperones to walk with them. Otherwise, wow. Woo-hoo-hoo. Dogs. <laughs> I'll have anything. Um, yeah, but I, I think that uh, it, it goes both ways. So if you haven't learned how to live with self control, mm-hmm. then you have to learn how to resist temptation. And the tempting comes from, and I mean, and you think about it. You, you're not tempted everywhere, all over the place, <laughs> right? No, you should. I mean, <laughs> if you were sitting at the dinner table with your mom, and some cute guy walks past outside the window, you're not gonna go, "Ooh, excuse me, mom, I have to touch myself." <laughs> <laughs> not gonna do that, are you? No, I need to relieve the pressure. Oh excuse gosh. me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> No, you know why? Because in certain situations, you just don't. You know, when you go to see your gynecologist, are you like, ooh, I hope they lube up. <laughs> you know? Ew. Like, exactly. Because that's not the place where it happens, right? I feel really uncomfortable when there's a male gynecologist. Really? Yeah. So do I. Because <laughs> I mean, you go so often to not, the gynecologist. <laughs> I'm like, I'm here to check the ph of my you know vagina and he's like <laughs> he's like uh okay okay sure <laughs> like that's wrong hole <laughs> <laughs> no I, I hate it when it's a male doctor also and they're gonna check my prostate really? why because guys have such fat fingers <laughs> oh my gosh every single male doctor he's like it's gonna be a little uncomfortable like what does he got back there baseball bat he's like <laughs> like he's driving a car and my butt is like <laughs> and I'm like sitting there screaming out of pain, like the blood's coming out of my eyes because of the pain. And, and he's like, he's like, don't be such a sissy. I'm like, <laughs> really? I'm like, did it? Did it say that? In, no, not in Sweden. No, it's, yeah. But the doctor Sweden, he says, he goes, it doesn't hurt that much. I'm like, it's not your butt. I don't stick things back there <laughs> ever. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I told you to be uncomfortable. I'm like, ah! <laughs> oh my gosh! And then he had an assistant. Who also had to do it? Who was to a learn girl. It. And yeah. She, it also hurt, but not as much. Oh wow! 
She's like, I'm sorry I have to do this to you. I'm like, no, you're not. You're all excited about it. You want to touch my prostate. Just stick your fingers in there. When I was pregnant, I always hated it when I did the vaginal examination. And when you give birth, oh my gosh. I always, like in the beginning, I was really uncomfortable because you're like, I feel ashamed. But then when the pain kicked in, I'm like, it doesn't matter. I don't care who touches what, how how many people are watching. I'm like, just help me. (laughs) Just help me get this baby out. (laughs) You know, then you know the pain is real. Oh my God. When all your, yeah. So basically, if you give you enough pain, you're not so uncomfortable talking about sex. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Sex got me there. Sex got me there. Exactly. (laughs) You know, that's like what you did. (laughs) Anyway, yes. So yes, you you talked about uh, explore, sex exploration in marriage. Yeah, because marriages are in trouble. What? Well, I mean, the, so you have these people who come. Oops, sorry, <laughs> I keep moving this around. You have these people who come in from the purity <laughs> from the purity cu- culture, um, and a lot of times they don't know what to do. You're not watching porn, and you have no one to talk to. You can't like go to church and raise up your hands and say, "Well." Exactly, you know, excuse me. And they're like, oh, what do you want to pray about? Well, I'm not really getting an orgasm here. And, and but I, do they know about orgasm in purity culture? I don't know. You know mm-hmm. what? When I grew up in the purity culture, no one ever talked about orgasm. So I didn't know what it was. Did you experience one? I don't know. <laughs> what? Not in the beginning. <laughs> no, but you must have known that there's no? something happening there. Okay, so you're... Okay, I'm sorry for all these people. I have to give you the details. So you're... <laughs> Making love to a woman, <laughs> and she's having orgasm, and I didn't know what was going on. Can you tell if a woman has an orgasm? No, she can tell. You could fake it. Exactly. That's why you but can never can know. But can you tell? Because that's a big issue, like in the non-Christian, over-sexualized world. There, oh, if woman, woman can just yeah. Did you come? Uh, yes. It depends. So, it depends on how make how much pornography you've been exposed to. Mm-hmm. See, pornography tells you that the orgasm. Makes a certain sound. You're like, oh, and, and that's not how reality happens. But yeah, sometimes. But I feel that happens in marriage that you learn your your partners. partner's physical reaction to things so well, so you can tell. So I can, yeah, you can feel it. <laughs> um, I think what I also read, I read a lot of girl magazines when growing oh, up, non-Christian. Gosh. Um, yeah. But also, I think I saw a documentary about it when I was older, and it talked about um, a real orgasm makes women do involuntary movements, like things they cannot control. Maybe the eye twitches, <laughs> or I don't know, they make a weird sound. Her or ear starts to flap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's having an orgasm. The ear is moving. Yes. <laughs> Things involuntary movements. I mean, it, it's sort of. I mean, I think that an orgasm must be almost because it also has to do with brain chemistry. So it's got to be pretty unique from person to person because no one has the same brain chemistry. <gasps> yeah, I just wanted to wa- oh. uh, ask you: Should we have in the next episode? Should we talk about sexual experience? How do you feel? Experience sex as a how good you, thing, as a bad thing? How do you feel? It depends on. <laughs> Who it is? If it's the big bad wolf, nah. Not what into are you that. talking about? Little Red Riding Hood. There's like the big bad wolf and red. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> no, what? We don't want to go there. <laughs> um, I think it. This calls for. This is a nice click, cl- cliffhanger. <laughs> 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 
What's going on? I'm like Mickey a teenager. What gives him Okay. Well, we didn't really get that much into purity culture, but we just um, we can end and just say that um, don't be afraid to talk about sex. Oh. And we have to change church culture culture so that we can talk openly about sex without it necessarily having to be pornographic or anything. We just want to help people to have a good marriage with a great, active, and wonderful sex life. I think what... And I don't think that's a bad goal. I think the advices that you gave today are really helpful for a lot of uh, singles, actually. Because really? it's Yeah, because it's difficult to find more like concrete advice. Everyone yeah. is like, oh, yeah, you should... You should uh, take care of yourself, blah, blah. What, that, that, what does it mean? Yeah. What does it mean? <laughs> Learn how to give good massages. Oh, yeah. If you really want to You can be- practice on me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> if you want to practice giving massages, please contact Lynn. Oh, She'll yes. let you touch her, please. Lynn. She won't let you touch her any other time, but if you give massages, she can touch her. I'm not the switch mon- one. Oh, yeah. Jonas is the switch one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're like all, on all the time? Yeah. Just, wow. <laughs> just... Uh, I got to go to confession tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you for listening. <laughs> and you. tune in next week for our orgasm <laughs> episode. <laughs> <laughs> because we're going to get all juiced up for you. <laughs> all right. Keep writing, writing to us. Keep fingers number one in Sweden. We thank you very much, everybody. Have a good have a good time for listening to us. And thank you for listening to Fika for Life. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments or ideas, please send us a message to fikaforlife at mail.com. Fika, F-I-K-A. This was the Fika for Life podcast with Lin Nguyen and Edward Thomas, and we hope to hear you again. <laughs>